You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 163, how to get involved in readings, workshops, and new musicals. Let's get started. is Maggie Barra and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me for more tips on the actor lifestyle at Actor Aesthetic or my personal profile at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes now. Please let's get on to the show. We're back. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. What? It is episode 163. I cannot believe there have been that many episodes of my voice speaking to you. Um, that's crazy, but I want to talk a little bit more today about new works and musicals and plays and things in development, workshops. What does that even mean? If you're new or newer to the theater industry, maybe you're even a parent of a young theater artist, let me break down exactly what I mean when I'm talking about a workshop or a new musical or play in development. So a workshop production is basically a form of theatrical performance in which a play or musical is staged in a very modest form. So it doesn't include a couple of aspects of what you would typically see from a full scale production. For example, readings and workshops, they're not really going to use a lot of costume sets, lighting. They're not going to be using a full scale orchestra most of the time. They are very scaled down productions of what a musical or play could be. Most, if not every single Broadway show you've seen or professional production you've seen started as a workshop. One very common purpose of a workshop production is to provide a preview staging of a new work in order to gauge audience and critical reaction. The writers want to know, what does the audience think of the show as is? Basically, a writer will take their work that they've been working on for some time and get it up on its feet in front of an audience. Under the umbrella of what we like to call a workshop are two different things. You have a staged reading and a showcase. A staged reading is a rehearsed read-through of a script performed in front of a seated audience. So this typically means that you have the actor sitting on a stage or in a rehearsal studio in front of music stands that will hold their scripts, or they can just sit there and hold their scripts. Either way, they're all sitting down and they have their scripts in their hands. Typically, when they have to sing or when they have to read their lines, they stand up and they simply read them out loud. They can act them, sure, but they're not walking around and moving and doing crazy things and dancing and all of that stuff that you would see typically in a full-fledged production. Staged readings almost feel like 
audiobooks or radio plays because you can sit there and listen to them and understand what's going on. And the reason why is because a lot of the times during a stage reading, some or all of the stage directions are even read out loud. The director or someone involved in the show will literally read out loud the stage directions or most of the stage directions that make sense to read out loud to an audience in between the dialogue that happens. But remember, actors are not just simply reading out the scripts and inviting people to come see. They're usually very well executed and act as almost a springboard for a number of successful theater projects. Now, if you've been an actor aesthetic listener for long enough, you might have heard me talk on and on about actors' equity. And again, if you're newer, all you need to know is that actors' equity is the stage union for stage managers and actors. And if your reading is a part of Actors' Equity, say that you have a couple of actors that are a part of the union and you need to follow the guidelines from the union, they have something called the Staged Reading Code. It's a national code and it's an internal union membership rule which outlines the terms under which equity members may participate. So we're allowed to participate in the reading as long as you follow these rules. It's commonly known as the 29-hour reading without benefit of an equity contract. So there's no actual like contract. Um, It's more of a code. Members are able to participate for a maximum of 29 hours, including both rehearsals and no more than three presentations over the course of 14 days. I will link the stage reading code for Actors' Equity in the show notes for this episode. Even if a staged reading is not affiliated with Actors' Equity, maybe you're a part of a staged reading at your college program or at your community theater. Lots of places do like to follow this general idea. Then you have something known as the showcase. And there is a code, of course, we love a code. In New York, there's something called the New York Showcase. And this New York City Showcase code is for use only in New York City in theaters 99 seats or fewer. Very, very similar to a staged reading. There are limited circumstances where equity members may perform without a benefit of an equity contract. Those exceptions are sometimes referred to as codes or guidelines or rules. This is a code. And Unlike standard equity contracts, these rules are designed to ensure that where members intend to hone their skills and showcase, literally, themselves in the hope of securing future employment, that certain basic conditions are in place, hence why there's something called the New York Showcase Code. Very similar, of course, to the staged reading code. Just slightly different guidelines where you actually have some more freedom to rehearse more and you're able to do a little bit more than you would typically under stage reading. And I don't want to bore you and get too technical with this, but if you are ever interested in becoming a member of Actors Equity Association, or if you are and you're interested in getting into more workshops and showcases and staged readings, I would highly educate yourself on this so that you can keep yourself safe when you are presented the opportunity to work on a new work. Now, I just got done doing two different 
staged readings slash showcases in New York City. And they were both a part of the Emerging Artists Theater in New York City. The Emerging Artists Theater New Work Series is a three-week developmental program that provides theater artists of different disciplines the opportunity to present one performance of a polished work in progress with audience feedback. Most pieces selected for this will have never been performed in front of a live audience, which is so exciting. So when I did these two brand new musicals, it was the first time anyone had ever seen or heard them before in an audience. And probably the biggest reason for me why it's so exciting to be a part of a production like this is because you're there from the start. You have input. You're creating a character no one has ever touched or seen before. And who knows where that particular show might go. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes months. Sometimes it takes a decade. But every show you've ever seen started off as a stage reading, as a workshop. And who knows, you could be a part of the next big one. One of my first ever New York City productions that I was a part of was when I was actually in early high school. It was called Helen on 86th Street, the musical. And I think in order to explain its trajectory, you have to understand its timeline. So the musical was written by the fabulous Nicole Kemsky and Robbie Stamper. It follows Vita, an imaginative, precocious 12-year-old girl. And it's based on an original New Yorker short by Wendy Kaufman. Now, on May 30th, 2010, the show had its very first music workshop. One of the writer's students sang through all of the music of the lead of the show. Then, June 6th, 2010, came reading number one. And that's when Nicole and Robbie gathered around 15 of their friends to do the first reading of the play. And a lot of them actually weren't actors. It was just a very rough demo of the music and uh, the script to see what it actually sounded like out loud. Then, June 19th, 2010, came music workshop number two, in which Robbie and Nicole messed around with the music and started hearing it on their students at Brooklyn Children's Theater. Then here's where we come in, and here's where it got really exciting. So September 23rd, 2010, was the first developmental reading. They called it A Taste of Helen on 86th Street. It was a one-hour cut of the musical starring some really awesome Broadway celebs, including my sister at the time, who had to have been 10, 11, 12 years old, and she played the lead, and an incredibly talented ensemble of Broadway kids. That was a very simple, scaled-down, staged reading. It was just one hour. November 14th, 2010, came the first full table read. This was the first full reading. It took place at the Snapple Theater Center in New York City, and this was the first time that Robbie and Nicole had the opportunity to actually hear the musical in its entirety, try out some new rewrites and changes, and make any final edits before their full staged reading as a part of Equity in January of 2011. Most of the cast from that first developmental reading hung on and stayed there for this as well. 
January 17th, 2011 was the equity reading. And that was our full length equity reading. We did two presentations of it at Ripley Greer Studios, which is a famous studio in New York City for rehearsals and auditions and readings and alike at 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. And again, most of the cast from previous was involved in this as well. They did one more out-of-town workshop in Boston, February 12th, 2011. None of the New York City cast was involved in this one. This was just strictly to get some more of the material out there and feel out what worked, what didn't work. Then, April 28th through May 8th was our actual full-scale showcase production of Helen on 86th Street in New York City. We had lighting design and costume design and scenic design. We had a choreographer. We had a stage manager, a production manager. And it really felt like, at that point, a fully-fledged off-Broadway production, which ultimately led to Helen on 86th Street School Edition, October 19th, 2011. Our one-hour school edition of the show went into development in October with a workshop and a reading starring the spring 2011 cast, and it was published and became available to license in the spring of 2012 through Playscripts Incorporated. Wow. A long process indeed, and that was really only, if you think about it, just a couple of years We made some lifelong friendships and industry relationships through that reading and developmental workshop and eventual showcase in New York City. And it was all because we auditioned one day for a show we had never heard of before. Which brings me to how in the world do you get involved in a new work or a workshop or a reading or a showcase? Well, there are a couple different ways, the first being you can audition for it if and when the opportunity presents itself. For my sister and I, for this particular production, Helen on 86th Street, I want to say our agent submitted us for it and we were given an audition in person and then were eventually asked to join the cast. For the two readings that I was a part of, More recently, the first one was more of a referral. I had worked with the fabulous mother of the composer that wrote this show uh, when I did The Baker's Wife Off-Broadway several months ago. And then the other musical, get this, they saw me on TikTok. Can you believe? I was not formally familiar with the writer or the director. They were looking for folks to join their show and actually found me from my Broadway impersonation videos, which is so funny. I can't even believe that happened, but it did. And it does happen, folks. So that is a word to the wise. If you would like to get yourself out there, social media, she's there. She's ready for you. If and when you want to use it, she's there. So, three very different ways I was able to get involved in new works. Auditions, through referrals, and of course, just through the power of the internet. Many theater programs like to do workshops as well, and readings of new shows as well, especially when you have up-and-coming writers that attend those programs. So chances are if you go to a college theater program, you will come across a workshop or a stage reading here or there. I assistant directed one when I was at Texas State and then eventually was in it 
later on in my career at Texas State. And that was, yeah, that actually started out as a workshop and then turned into a full-fledged stage production both at Texas State and Theater Under the Stars in Houston. It was called Snoopy, otherwise known as The World According to Snoopy. And it was a sequel to Your Good Man, Charlie Brown. If you're interested in getting yourself out there and you want to submit personally for these types of staged readings, if you're someone who's based in a big city like New York, Chicago, L.A., they're always doing them. If you just look online, go to Playbill or Broadway World or Actors Access, chances are someone's doing a staged reading, someone's doing a workshop of a new musical, and you can get involved. That's all I have for you. I'm so glad we are back. I'm sorry I'm yelling, but you can tell I'm really excited. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please go ahead, screenshot it, share it to your Instagram story. I want to see who is following along with me there. If you have any suggestions of topics you want me to cover from here on out, please don't hesitate to shoot me a message at Actor Aesthetic. I will try to get back to you as quickly as possible and also make an episode for you because why the heck not? Don't forget to check out the Actor Aesthetic shop at actoraesthetic.com forward slash shop. There are some fun little goodies for you there to help make your lives so much easier. I love you all. It takes a village. I will see you next week. Bye.